BDO's core purpose is helping people thrive every day. And this podcast is intended to do just that. We cover a variety of topics from the recruiting process to life at BDO, building your personal brand and more in hopes that college students and recent grads will thrive as they navigate their own path from campus to career. The podcast is for educational purposes and unrelated to BDO job openings. For our final episode of the Business Acumen series of the Student to Know podcast, campus recruiter Lindsay Fisher is joined by TJ Laurie, a manager with our assurance practice. They'll dive into varying communication styles and how to navigate these in a business environment. Thank you, Karina, for the introduction. And thank you so much, TJ, for joining me on the podcast today. Thanks for having me. So in today's episode, we're going to be talking about the different communication styles and how we understand and interpret different communication styles that your coworkers could have, your team members, your friends. And we're going to be referring today to the social style model. So there's a lot of different types of personality tests out there. Myers-Briggs, I know DISC, what one you just said you took one. I took Patrick Lencioni's Working Genius as well. There's just so many of these that exist out there. And it's really neat because it shows that our world is really moving towards trying to figure out how to best interact with each other. And knowing how your peers, friends, even your parents and your your significant others, yeah, to see how they also interact and what works best for them. It stops you from going from a, I just need to be concerned about getting my stuff done and everybody needs to conform to my communication style to now we're just far more aware and open and accepting to other people's communication styles. And so that we can best serve them and best serve our clients through approaching them in a way that they think works for them. That's a great point. Even this will be really good knowledge to have for your clients as well. Mm-hmm. For the social style model, there are four communication types that you might identify with, one or multiple. I'm sure most people have kind of a spectrum of multiple of these, but the four kind of quadrants of the model are analytical, driving, amiable, and expressive. If you want to learn more about the social style model, I will put a link in the show notes, but you may want to go ahead and take that assessment or share that with any team members that you're working with, any friends. You know, I think it's just fun to do any type of personality test. I find um, I learn a lot about myself when I do that. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, especially when we're kind of in the busy season in public accounting and it's crazy time and it's really busy, obviously. And so it's kind of neat to be able to pull yourself out of the work that you're involved in and start thinking again about how you're working together as a team. Yeah, definitely. So there's four buckets that you went over. The first one, analytical, are individuals who are really thoughtful. They take information slowly. They observe all the facts and circumstances that are known to them. And then they might not give an immediate gut reaction for whatever issues you're facing. They really want to know a lot about the situation before they make a determination. But typically, when you get that determination, it's very well thought out and they have a lot of facts to back up their decision. So I think within public accounting, you're going to see a lot of analytical people. Yeah. And something that I think we'll talk about what a growth action is for each of these areas. And that's something where each type of person or personality type may want to work on when it comes to their communication. So the growth action for that analytical mindset is just being able to confidently express your opinions and your observations. And I think it's because they want to have all the facts and have all the background knowledge than to be able to acknowledge that, okay, this is what I think. Maybe it just takes them a little bit longer because they do want to have all the facts, all the data. Mm -hmm. And typically, those types of people are also very well thought out. And their gut reactions actually serve them better than what a lot of them give credit to. 
So typically, even as I'm talking to peers, staff, bosses, I ask them, well, what's your gut reaction say? Even though I know that they're a very analytical person and typically they're not too far off from their gut reaction. Our next style is the driving style. And this is someone that really is action oriented. They really are known as being super determined, very direct. They're really results driven. So their kind of challenge, I guess, is really to listen because they do have such a strong focus on goals, objectives, making sure you get the project done, the action done, making sure you're accomplishing these actions. So kind of needing to take a step back, maybe focus on the big picture, or maybe be better about listening to the group's opinion. So they do such a good job about kind of driving for results, but also kind of balancing that with having a good work environment with your team. Not saying that they're bad at that, but making sure they have a healthy balance of some engagement with other members of their team. I'll say with my experience here at BDO, we see a lot of people with driving styles as their communication style. And it is a wonderful thing to see young kids coming out of school with that kind of communication style. And it's so wonderful because it's a lot easier to pull somebody up than to drag them back down. One of the growth opportunities for a driving style, to your point, is to keep the emotions and feelings of those others involved in the decision and the discussion in their thought process. There's often this determination to get a decision done and just to move on to the next item, whereas sometimes that might be harmful to the situation or harmful to the client. And really, to your point, taking a step back and saying, okay, does this take not only the facts into play, but does it also take our client relationships and our relationships with our peers? Does this honor my family and part of this decision? All that kind of stuff is much easier to teach, I'd say. So it's significantly easier to bring those people up as part of that conversation of growth. Yeah. And you brought up a good point that when we're talking about these four styles, there are things to kind of be aware of. Of course, the great thing about identifying your style is knowing what works for you and what doesn't. And so when you think about, let's say, a driver working with an analytical mindset, well, they need to be aware that the analytical person doesn't want to be kind of rushed in their decision. They want to have that time to figure out the answer. And so the driver maybe want to work faster than the analytical person. So kind of balancing that is good to be aware, especially in the public accounting space where we'll see both of those. Great point. And then leading into our expressive style, I would say that this is probably my top communication (laughs) style myself. I'm a very enthusiastic person. I'm very positive. I don't know if my wife would say it, but I'm in touch with my emotional side, I think. (laughs) And I know that I take people's feelings into account all the time, no matter what we're doing, because I always believe that there's something to learn, whether it's through objective decision making, putting on a driving style or analytical hat. I always take into account, and this also goes with feedback, take into account how people's feelings are at that point in time. It's middle of busy season right now. Emotions are at their peak. We're all working remotely. And it's just there's this big deadline to be done. And to also take into account what is going on beyond just that Excel spreadsheet. It's something that we really do need to keep in mind as we're communicating with people because otherwise it causes too much burnout in public accounting. And that's something that you and I have both seen throughout our careers. And having a little bit of an expressive style with all of your communication styles so that you don't forget that those people are people. I think that that's also very important. But some of the growth points is sometimes people of expressive styles like myself just make emotional decisions. So it's like, well, what pleases everybody in the room the most? And public accounting has been very good for me from that aspect where we're often driving towards the right answer. The right Right. answer doesn't always make everybody happy. 
but it's what we sell in a public accounting space is we sell the right answer. We sell our technical knowledge and our unshakable ethical standards. So between those two things, we have to make sure that we get the answers right, but we also have to take into account how people feel about it. Absolutely. And then going on to our fourth social style is amiable. And similar to how you're, we're the expressive style, I identify, I would say most with amiable and also some analytical. I'm sure you're analytical as well. But this is someone who's supportive and friendly, is super relationship driven in the workplace. So very similar to expressive there. But I think the difference is they are trying to avoid conflict. They're more agreeable, a little less demanding. And so their growth opportunity is to initiate, not worry as much about keeping the peace and being able to kind of initiate conversations and discussions around topics that may be difficult. And taking that initiative is something that is going to be challenging for them. But that's something that is good to work on. Of course, every day at work is not going to be peachy keen and you may have to have some hard conversations. (laughs) And those are just some things that are going to come with the work environment. That's something that I know I really identify with the amiable style. So I think everyone kind of take these tests on the social styles. You'll see that you have one main social style and you probably have a little bit of everything within you. But it's funny to see that there are definitely some that you identify with more than others. Yeah. And to the amiable social style, I love coaching people who have that communication style. Because to your point, you said that they love keeping the peace. Well, growth happens through conflict. You've heard the expression, (laughs) no pain, no gain, right? Exactly. And it's not that you need to always constantly be in a state of emotional turmoil to make sure that you're growing, but it does happen more rapidly through conflict and being comfortable with a certain level of conflict, knowing that it's both being delivered and received with care on both sides of the conversation. It's not meant to rip people down and it's not needless flattery to raise somebody up. If you can introduce a certain level of conflict to your communication style, you'll get a heck of a lot more done than just, okay, yep, okay. Exactly. And as you mentioned, being comfortable with the conflict kind of will allow it to not always seem like conflict doesn't always have to be negative. It's just more of a discussion or a topic that you have to handle and not looking at it as, okay, this is going to be awful, but I'm excited to learn from this and see what comes from this conversation. So (laughs) that's something I know I'm working on. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. To your point earlier, I think you brought up right now is a great time to be having these discussions with your team, with your coworkers, with your boss, just because over the last year, when we've been working mostly remotely during the pandemic, it has been really important to rely on communication. I mean, we're all needing to over communicate, I think a lot more than normal, since we're not just seeing each other at the office for the most part. And so it's been really neat to just see what kind of communication styles everyone has in a virtual environment. Agreed. And I don't know if you've noticed this, but I have Teams meetings with people constantly throughout the day. And it's easy to tell what kind of communication style they have based on how long the meeting lasts. So <laughs> I can point out a couple of people are I'm like, that's an analytical person. We hop on, we want to go through the facts and circumstances, and then we hop off to give them time to digest. Yes. Driving, it's like, I've got a list of stuff I need to get through. Let's knock them out and then move on. Expressive style. Wants to catch up. Oh my gosh. If I get another expressive style person on a team's call, we might spend the the first five or ten minutes. The drivers will hate you. (laughs) (laughs) We'll spend the first five or ten minutes just like, how was your weekend? Any plans for your weekend coming up? How's your kids? And all that stuff is extremely important. And it's nice to have that little mix up. It is really neat to go see how easy it is to tell in today's digital age, whereas before where it was a lot more human interaction, 
there was a lot more give and take with these yeah, types of There's a lot more stocks. natural of a balance to, okay, mm-hmm. you catch up a little before the meeting or during the meeting, and then you get into it and then you kind of conclude. And I think it's easier to have a good structured meeting when you are in person and when that's just the day to day. But we're living through our calendars and meetings. And so everyone's trying to be efficient. But then, like you said, the expressive people are kind of craving that personal contact. So they want to have more of that. And so it's balancing all these communication styles and on those meetings, the amiable people are probably noticing all of this and (laughs) (laughs) feeling stressed about everyone's different styles. It's really nice that you don't have to come in and only be analytical if you're on the client serving side. As you said, we have a lot of people coming in for internships or full-time that really have that driving style or whatever style it is. And so when you're the one leading a meeting, like kind of just acknowledging, okay, let's kind of tailor this meeting so it covers all our buckets. Like that's something I kind of want to think about going forward. I love that idea. Yeah. Yeah. To to make sure that we have enough diversity in our our teams. And to your point, that really does open us up to take our minds out of like the traditional public accounting thought process and to really introduce new and inventive ideas. Definitely. I totally agree, TJ. So I'm excited to see kind of what the future holds. I'm excited that we were able to chat about this because it's always good for me to kind of check in on these things as I'm meeting with my team. This is something I want to have them take the social styles quiz and, and kind of see where their strengths are, just where they tend to go to on the communication scale. Thank you so much again for joining me today. It was such a good conversation. And I love these types of business acumen series because they're just great tips to kind of review and just keep at the forefront of your mind, even if it's something that you already know about, but just to have a refresher. So thank you so much. And I hope this will be beneficial for everyone listening. Thank you so much for having me, Lindsay. Thanks for tuning in. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast, Students Who Know on iTunes or Spotify. You don't want to miss out. And for more information on careers at BDO, go to our website, www.bdo.com careers and follow hashtag BDO intern life on your favorite social channels.